Welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And our goal here is to help you manifest the life of your dreams, whether that's reading health, prosperity, good relationships, and really about healing, of course. So uh, those that listen to Light Warrior Radio are often sensitive souls that know they have a bigger a bigger role in this uh, life to help um, bring love and light to the world. So thank you so much for joining me today. And uh, if you have uh, already, um, I'm sorry, if you have not already uh, gotten my free gifts, you can go to lightwarriorsupport.com and download my free clearing and protection spray formula or join me on lightwarriornetwork.com, which is our Facebook group. So yeah, So we would love to have more people in our tribe. Now, today is the first Monday of the month in February 2019, and I have with me my colleague, Dr. Dennis Loebstein, who this show every month is about the LifeWay Phototherapy patches, those tools that I absolutely love to help us support our own self-healing processes. And today, our topic, we've done how many years? Many years. (laughs) Uh, Today, our topic is about laxity, meaning that when our ligaments or soft tissue becomes too loose, this is one of the issues that I've been going through lately, is the tissues being too loose. And what happens is you can get pain and dysfunction because other areas need to tighten up or need to overwork in order to compensate for what is too loose. So I thought, why not ask Dr. Dennis what acupuncture points and what patches uh, and what protocols to best use for those of us that are having issues with things that are, quote-unquote, too loose. (laughs) So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Dr. Dennis. Hi, Dr. Dennis. Hey, Dr. Karen. Love being here with you, uh, spreading the love and the light. Yay! Me too, me too. And I just want to remind people that are new to the show that you can actually call in to ask Dr. Dennis a question, anything about LifeWave. It doesn't have to be about um, laxity of the ligaments or anything like that. It can be any other LifeWave question, like if you have a particular symptom, you can uh, go ahead and raise your hand. The number to call in is 818-514-1190. Just hit 1 in your dial pad so we know your hand's up. Again, 818-514-1190. And I will also be opening the chat in just a moment here. And I'll be actually taking notes as well. And you can find the notes on the blog on patchtrainingteam.com after the show is done. About 10 minutes after, um, we usually are able to publish the notes. So if you're uh, furiously writing notes, don't worry. I will write notes for you. (laughs) Okay, so Dr. Dennis, so we're talking about looseness of ligaments and other soft tissues today. This is the very first for us to discuss this. Yeah, after six years, we finally got around to Elastic Girl and Rubber Band Man. Yeah, I just watched The Incredibles 2 just the other night, just to prepare for the show. So <laughs> I love oh, Elastic wow. Girl. <laughs> yeah, <I'm not. laughs> oh, well, I, I, love it. I first started developing expertise in this area as an exercise physiology professor when I was teaching kinesiology courses and and uh, it was a lot of fun uh, learning where the ligaments were connected to which bones and how they move the bones and uh, mm. what happens when they're too tight or too loose and and how the ligaments uh, provide tension and the bones also provide tension and and um, they they provide 
resistance against tension and resistance against compression, but the ligaments only provide resistance against tension. And uh, they're actually a bond. And um, that's uh, known as a vinculum, which bonds uh, bones together, holds joints together. And you can think of it as a center, like a vinculum is a center, like, uh, for example, it doesn't have to be physical center. It can be an energetic center, too. Like, uh, for example, the center of the Borg hive on Star Trek. That's oh, a vinculum yeah. Borg together. Okay. So, okay, vinculum. So I don't even know how to spell that, Dr. Dennis. V I N C U L U M. Okay, vinculum. Okay. So uh, even though these these ligaments are holding joints together, they also limit movement. But some people have, as you mentioned, lax or loose ligaments, and sometimes they're referred to as being double-jointed. Even though there's no such thing as being double-jointed, that's just uh, because they're Joints have hypermobility or their ligaments are lax or loose. And that occurs in about um, 10 to 25% of the population. Oh, interesting. So you, you mentioned you had uh, loose uh, ligaments or loose, you experienced looseness of your joints. So you're one of those mm. 10 to 25%. Yep. Interesting. So they... they they can be anything from loose to really pronounced, like uh, knees are bowed, or or when people move their fingers, they get like claw-like looking fingers. And when they get close to like forty years of age, this this becomes a chronic condition that creates. Uh, a um, irritation and inflammation and that can result in blockage of the chi and, and blood flow and result in chronic pain and so uh, of course we have technology that can help unblock the pain and also lower inflammation and so uh, our, our, our patch technology is perfect for dealing with this mm-hmm. uh, so Chronically, when the joints are out of whack or out of alignment, uh, they rub the wrong way on each other, and that irritation can result in arthritis and degeneration of tissue. Mm. So um, mm. th- this this hypermobility is referred to as being discoordinate because the, the joints don't move in a coordinated way the way they're designed to or supposed to they're they're um moving out of alignment so that's discoordinate and there's an increased increased range of motion beyond what's normal so that's no we're we're not talking about the chinese acrobats then (laughs) no i mean they're they're actually training even even if they don't have increased laxity um, that's in, innate to them. They they train for that, like the Shenyan we have uh, playing in LA mm-hmm. starting in March. Have you seen them? 
Oh, I just got the brochure in the mail. I really want to see them, and I I think I have something. um, I'll have to maybe go to Montreal to see them. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm super excited. Provided uh, the the polar vortex goes away by then, so you can move around without freezing your (laughs) Watusis off up there. Uh, It doesn't bother (laughs) us. I'm from Canada. What what can I say? Oh, okay. (laughs) Get used to it. So uh, T- TMJ or, or temporomandibular joint displacement, uh, that's um, a result of laxity of the uh, ligaments that hold the jaw joint together. Mm. And uh, there's it's actually... Li- I thought it was too tight. It's actually too loose. Well, it, TMJ is displacement and could be caused by either one, either too tight uh, okay. or too loose. So one one causes uh, too loose, so the joint gets displaced because the ligaments aren't holding properly. And um, there's actually something called a Biden score that can measure uh, the degree of laxity that a person has, and the the score is a list of questions from one to um, to nine, and um, it asks, uh, "Are can you hype things like can you hyperextend the little finger past ninety degrees? Is the uh, the back of the knee bulging out and stuff like that?" So mm-hmm. somebody with a high bite score has a high laxity. So you might want to look up if you want to, a, to quantitate. How do you spell that? how your laxity is, you can look up Biton score, uh, B-E-I-G-H-T-O-N. Ah, got it. Cool. Very cool. So that's, that's joint hypermobility. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was fast. (laughs) Yep. I'm on Google. (laughs) Right. Very cool. Uh, so let's see. Um, we'll, we'll look at a little bit of what Western medicine does. For this condition, and then we'll look at how somebody applying TCM or traditional Chinese medicine would um, look at it, and then from there strategize how to patch or what what acupuncture mm-hmm. points to use and how to patch them, and which patches to use, and so on. All right, so um, there's something called prolotherapy that Western physicians use, and I'm sure you've heard of that. It's proliferation therapy. And that involves injecting stuff like glucocorticosteroids or cortisone into ligaments to lower inflammation uh, into joints too. And also using blood and platelets and sugar and glycerin and also lidocaine. And naturopathic doctors like to inject lidocaine into areas where there's lots of scar tissue to dissolve the scar tissue. And allopathic physicians like to use surgery a lot <clears throat> mm-hmm. to um, take care of the laxity. And I remember um, one of the clients we had in our clinic had hammer toe and her doctor was telling her 
to go get surgery for it. But you want to try the patches first. So we put a set of ice wave patches, like a ring, with the white one on one side of her hammer toe and the and the tan one on the other side. And her muscles actually relaxed and her joint straightened out to a certain degree and her pain went away. And so she was able to wow. avoid the surgery after that. That's great. Very cool. So something is without even knowing what points to use, just use the ice wave patches like a ring around a joint if it's a finger or a toe. And that can um, give a lot of relief. Okay. Now, when you say a ring, can you just kind of kind of be more detailed on that? Okay. So we're looking at the neck of the big toe, for example. Okay. And we we put the white ice wave patch on top of the foot, of the neck of the big toe, and the tan patch on the bottom. So the, ah, the patches are okay. big enough where their edges touch and they form a ring around the neck of the big toe. Oh, I get it. Okay. So it's like... Got it. It's like putting a wedding ring on. Only on How your, do you know which, next, where to put the white and the tan then? Is it above or below or does it matter? Uh, usually you put the white one uh, above and the tan one below because the the white is simulating yang and electropositive energy and the tan one is yin or electronegative. Mm-hmm. And so you put the white one on the dorsum, which is more young, and and on the planar surface, you put the tan one, which is more yin. So that's usually the case. But with blockages that cause pain, when using ice wave patches, as you know, you can uh, you might be able to get rid of the blockage better by moving the patches around. So once you've tried one position, like white on top, tan on the bottom. If you didn't get rid of all the pain, you can rotate them around so you can play with getting rid of the blockage and keep the position that works best. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. So um, let's see. Western docs also like to prescribe non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs for pain in the joints and for, for lax joints that are causing pain, but um, TCM practitioners view that with a bit of disdain uh, because uh, guys like me see that uh, both um, statins and non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs cause liver chi stagnation. And when the liver chi gets stagnant, it raises blood pressure, causes headaches, uh, attacks the spleen, and the spleen holds blood in the vessels, and the blood and the blood can become reckless and jump out of the vessels. And in an extreme case, that can cause leakage of blood from vessels in the brain, and of course, that results in a stroke. So, um, right, we, we don't want to have do anything that leads to liver cheese stagnation. So mm-hmm. the opposite of that would be relieving the stagnation by 
uh, engaging liver three. Liver three is a good point for relieving liver chi stagnation. So let's gotcha. see. Uh, if um, like our standard um, our standard four gates using liver three and large intestine four, with the white one on right large intestine four, and the tan patch on left liver three, we are using half of our four gates, large intestine four and liver three. Large intestine four will lower the yang chi out of the head and the liver chi, the, the liver three will disperse the stagnation of the liver chi. And are you talking about ligamentous laxity or are you talking about if you're taking nonsteroidal anti-inflammatories, what you can do to prevent liver chi stagnation or treat it? Yeah, I'm talking about Getting rid of liver chi stagnation, whether it's caused by non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or anything else. Mm, okay. Is that liver chi so stagnation if, part of the laxity then? Uh, only if somebody is taking non-steroidals or, or some kind of other drug that's causing liver chi stagnation. But um, ah, let's okay. see. Uh, since we started talking about liver, uh, in in TCM, the uh, the wood element is responsible for the sinews, and the the liver or the uh, the liver is part of the wood element. It's the yin phase of the wood element, and the gallbladder is the yang phase of the wood element. So we're looking at both gallbladder and liver in wood. And one of the best ways of regulating the sinews is with the master point for sinews or the influential point for the sinews and this, the sinews include the ligaments and the tendons. And that master point is gallbladder 34. So if you take ah. something like an, an X39 patch and slap that on, on the right gallbladder 34, you probably go a long way towards fixing the problem with the sinews, including laxity. Mm-hmm. Now, that's an extrapolation on my part because I haven't used X39 for that. But I know that that point's a good one for dealing with the sinews. Okay, so that can be modified. And you can use the X39 on right gallbladder 34 and the carnosine on left gallbladder 34. Oh, I like that. And people are probably saying, but probably the carnosine. I'm already the, doing the, it because I want to do it <laughs> intuitively. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, I really want to put my carnosine right there. 
let, it, let us know. I think what's really interesting, Dr. Dennis, is that because uh, I've been having this knee issue here and I've been working with this new chiropractor and they're doing adjustments and, you know, on it. And um, he was mentioning how the yeah. fibular head keeps getting locked down and that's right near gallbladder 34. What do you mean by lockdown? Lockdown? Uh, I mean, the fibula is not moving well. It's kind of, oh, you know, okay. the tissues are kind of like like really tight there, which is the you know, which is the the counter, you know, balancing whatever my body's doing for the laxity on the on the inside of my leg. <laughs> so what just showed up for me while you were saying that is when you put the carnosine patch on, slap it. Like like take mm. your take the flat of your hand, your fingers and your palm and do yep. slapping motion on that point in that area uh-huh. and that will increase the chi and the blood flow and okay, um, sounds good. loosen it up. Cool. Very cool. So let's see. One one more thing Western medicine people do is um, isometric exercise. And uh, that if you're doing muscle building and you want to increase your muscle tension, there are different ways you can exercise the muscles with a concentric contraction, an eccentric contraction, or an isometric contraction. Now, both the concentric, which is like if you're flexing your bicep and moving your elbow, that's like if you've got a weight in your hand and you're moving the weight towards your body against gravity, that's a concentric contraction, but if you're opening your elbow and you're supporting the weight while you're increasing your range of motion of the joint, you're moving it down t- towards gravity or towards the earth, that's an eccentric contraction. Now, both of those kinds of contractions can contribute to more laxity. So uh, people that are have hypermobility are often told just to do isometrics. Now, isometrics is where the muscle doesn't move when it's contracting, but it it contracts against an immovable force. Like, uh, say, you're Bruce Lee standing there against a wall doing your your fist thing, like your one-inch punch um, against an immovable wall. (laughs) So that would be mm. a nice. Event. You know that makes so much sense, Doctor Dennis. Because here I am. You know, I, 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 as you know, I, you know, talk to Soros. I do these little muscle testing things, and I don't know as much as you know at all about uh, exercise physiology. So I got this new power plate machine, and uh, I thought, oh gee, what can I do on this, right? Because it, it actually, you know, increases the efficiency of exercise. So. Um, <laughs> You know, I didn't bother actually testing what I should do. So I thought, well, what do I want to do? So I thought, well, let me try this. Let me try. So I tried these tricep dips, <laughs> and I felt a pain huh? in my right shoulder. And I thought, uh oh. But I well, didn't be do, do too badly. Uh, but then later on, it really started bugging me. So then I was having range of motion problems, you know, in the shoulder. And I'm like, gee, I think it broke something in there. This is a, a place where I used to have frozen shoulder, like in 2010, something like that. 
So uh, thankfully, my my friend Dial, um, she is a PT, and she went on Zoom with me, and she found you know there's this technique that she taught me um, how to release the tight because uh, other spots were taking too much of a hit, you know, in this mobility, and so that helped yeah. a ton. But then when I, I went and asked Thor, I said, okay, so tell me what I should be doing on this machine, right? And all I got was isometrics. If you're going to do any weight, you know. Resistance training, only isometrics. No squats, no lunges, no push-ups, nothing. And I'm like, okay. Huh. <laughs> Note to self, huh. just do is- or stretching, right? But just do isometrics. So I think that's that's really neat that you just, uh, you know, confirmed my <laughs> what, what God told me. <laughs> right. Well, it sounds like that pain was actually a breaking up of some adhesions. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. I think so. Yeah, I think so because I, I used to have frozen shoulder there. I never actually rehabbed it back to 100% because it didn't really bother me after that. But, you know, I do death spirals and things on that arm. So I think it, wow. yeah, I think that vibration machine actually tore something. I mean, in a good way, but there was a lot of inflammation afterwards. Well, yeah, that's one way to do it. <laughs> yeah, probably not the fun way. But uh, since we're talking about the shoulder, I was going to mention this later, but there are a couple points you can use to, to unfreeze a shoulder or for shoulder pain in general or even for shoulder um, uh, laxity. And the, the shoulder joint actually is designed for a lot of range of motion mm-hmm. and support of the, uh, the humerus and the uh, ball and socket joint there. But there are two points that uh, help the shoulder a lot. One of, them, one of them is called Jian Qian. That's a special point on the front of the body. And the other one is small intestine 11. So let me describe how to find those. Jian so Qian. you find Jian Qian by going to the top of the shoulder and dropping a line down to the axillary fold which is like your armpit and then going halfway in between on that line. And right there is John Chan. Very special. And how point do you spell it? J I A N Q I A N. Q I A N. Okay. So top of the shoulder. What do you mean by top of the shoulder? You mean like where uh, the well, chromia tip is? Yeah, the acromioclavicular uh, um, the the joint place right there, and oh, okay. it's right. Yeah. Up, it's directly above or superior to the um, axillary folder or the uh, oh. armpit. Okay. So if you start the axillary fold and go up, then you got that distance, and then divide it in half, and you're at your uh-huh. Cool. Very cool. And so if you push on that. like lung two, no? Almost lung two, but uh, lung uh, But lung it more, more lateral? Eh, let's see, lung three. I don't have a mirror in front of me, so I'm trying to feel my shoulder right now. Oh, you're right. Yeah, lung two is more lateral. Now, I... Lung one is more medial, lung two is a little more lateral. 
Lung three is where if you raise your arm, and I think we talked about this before, you can put your nose on your bicep like you're smelling your armpit. And the tip of your nose, the tip of your nose lands right on lung three. Okay. So obviously that that's more uh, distal or away from. Right. So then lung two is halfway in between the point and what we're talking about, John Chan. Okay. So anyway, if you push, if you push on John Chan, if that's sore, then it's indicated to use because that means there's a blockage that that point is regulating. Okay, so that's the front point. Then the back point would be small intestine 11. I love that point. So, yeah, that that helps unlock the shoulder, and it also helps regulate the shoulder uh, ligaments. So if you put your thumb, and, and you're doing this on somebody else, just so you can space out where small intestine 11 is, put your thumb under the armpit, right on that axillary fold, and then put your um, middle finger, your index finger on the top of the shoulder, just like we were doing that distance on the front. Now we're on the back of the shoulder. And then rotate from the thumb and, and leave the thumb where it is and use that as a pivot point. And take your middle or your index finger that's on the top of the shoulder and rotate that around to a middle distance because small intestine 11 is the apex of an equilateral triangle that is made up of the same distance from under the armpit to the top of the shoulder. So that's a way to find small intestine 11. Okay, now, that's now really you say armpit earlier, you said to put in the armpit, you mean just along the posterior line of where the armpit is? Yeah, along the border, the the uh, yeah. posterior border of the axillary yeah. fold. Gotcha. Very yeah, cool. In, inside, so, inside the armpit, like right in the middle of it, that's not what I mean. That's where heart one is. Okay, cool. So so people asking, Dr. Dennis, are you going to do YouTube videos on these at some point? <laughs> They're like asking me, and I'm to. like, now I'm going to ask you. <laughs> I, uh, I wasn't planning to, but that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I'll put you on my playlist, <laughs> my YouTube playlist, because uh, my, my YouTube videos get a lot of hits, right, because I was the very first – person in LifeWave to actually do instructional YouTube videos. Now there's a lot more, but I still am top of Google because of how many I've done in the past, way in the past. But it'd be nice to have some yeah. new ones like, like these ones. So if you do decide to do it, let me know, and then I'll make sure I, I put it on my playlist. Otherwise, okay, cool. I'll have to find yes. some other time to clone myself and do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've, you've been an inspiration to a lot of people with your videos for a long time. <laughs> Thanks. I thought well, it was funny going to the cruise, and as many people were asking me for uh, um, autographs as they were asking Suzanne Summers way back when. That was hilarious. <gasps> Dr. Yeah. Karen Kent's here. Oh, my God. You know? 
Yeah, we actually had enough man to do that little clinic together on the cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super fun, super fun. Yeah, so maybe maybe we'll uh, well, there's a skating rink on the next cruise in November. It's very tempting. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, that time to get you on the cruise is put a skating rink on the ship. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> uh, pretty much. <laughs> I don't really like cruises at all. I don't like the water. I don't like all the people. I'm a sensitive soul. Being on a ship with 4,000 people is not my idea of a good time. But there's a nice skating rink and you guys. So maybe, yeah, maybe I'll go. <laughs> Yeah, that that okay. and uh, not not having um, organic food. <laughs> uh, I know exactly right, but I I know how to change the frequency. But you know, obviously, I mean, it right. still doesn't taste the same, right? It tastes better, but it's right. it's it's more challenging. But it's okay. It's not that. Yeah, that long. Was, it's really the people. Know. It's 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 really not physically grounding to Mother Earth. That is a big problem for a lot of us sensitive souls. Like being on the seas, unless I'm touching water in the you know in the sea, I'm actually not grounding. Right. And I, I can't even use my grounding sheet. Good point. Yeah, I. I, don't I anyway. <laughs> when, when I I'll have to ask when I uh, often I go out to a jetty and uh, do qigong a near a lighthouse with uh, three bodies of the water surrounding me so I can mm. absorb a lot of energy. Beautiful. Love it. So cool. So cool. So so getting back to our topic, so we've got Jian Qian, yes. Qian and then uh, Small Intestine 11. So we're putting right. what patch on what point? So uh, the most basic set of patches to try if there's pain would be Ice Wave. So that will lower both pain and inflammation. And usually uh, you put the um, the tan one in the front and the white one in the back. Or if okay. it works better, you can reverse the polarity. So before you uh, take the um, expose the adhesive of taking the paper off, just uh, use double-sided sticky and play with positioning until you find the right position. And, and then put the uh, patches adhesive on. Mm, and, yeah. of course, it can work through clothes, but clothes move around, and that gets off the point. Okay, so uh, you can also use, um, let's say, any positive patch like X39 or one of the YH patches for um, the the white patch, or you can even stack them on top of the white patch. And you can also stack the SP6 patch or use that instead of the tan patch. So it depends so on what you want to do. So we can use Energy Enhancer or, or SP6 and another white patch. Right. Right. So if you're um, wanting to stimulate stem cells and repair you can use X39 and carnosine, for example. Uh, if you wanted to build the muscle, you could use even WinFit and carnosine. If you uh, wanted to lower inflammation and get rid of pain, if that was your main objective, then go with Ice Wave with, um, let's say, an Eon or, or Glutathione stacked on the white Ice Wave patch. And um, 
SP6 or carnosine stacked on top of the tan isolate patch. Hmm, interesting. Okay, so uh, let's go back to TCM perspective. We talked about wood and how the the gallbladder 34 is the influential point for the sinews. <clears throat> well, um, in TCM, the earth is the element that has spleen in it. And spleen's energy regulates muscle, and it also keeps blood in its vessels. And so uh, spleen would be good points, like uh, spleen six. And uh, if you wanted to simulate, for example, the effects of ginseng, which which is... Uh, which will regulate energy and increase it if it's too low and decrease it if it's too high. So it's an adaptogen. So um, if you wanted to simulate ginseng, you would use spleen six and stomach 36. And that's a perfect yin-yang pair in earth to do that with. So if we're dealing with ligaments, Probably a good combination is put X39 on right stomach 36 and a carnosine on left spleen 6. Mm, I like it. So you determine so, that carnosine is more yin than X39? Gotcha. Yep. That, that's, that's just what I figured too. Kinesiology tests, yeah. Mm-hmm, so uh, because it's relatively more yin, you you set up a polarity between X39 and, and carnosine, with X39 being relatively positive and carnosine being relatively negative. So you don't just get the frequencies on the points, you also get a polarity set up. Yeah. Okay, so uh, in TCM, the liver also directs blood flow. And one of the ways to regulate that, to get more blood flow going, let's see, you could use liver 13. And liver 13 is on the side, right right below the end of the 11th rib. And liver 13 is a front mu point for the uh, for the spleen, actually, but it's directly over the liver. So you're addressing both uh, regulation of blood for keeping it in the vessels, and also directing it by influencing liver. So you get both characteristics of liver and spleen by using liver 13. So you could actually put the uh, X39 or a white patch over the right liver 13 and put a negative patch over left liver 13. And why would we want to regulate blood flow with regards to laxity? 
because we we are wanting to get blood into the area to move away waste products. Because if, if you have a lax joint, you're accumulating toxins from the irritation of the rubbing of the joint. Oh, okay. Let's see. Uh, also, it, people are probably wondering, well, what about the heart? The heart is a pump and it pushes the blood. And you can address the blood flow through the heart by using the Harari point which is heart five, tonify heart five at certain time of day between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m., which is a heart time. That's when most of the chi from the heart is at the Harari point for the heart, which is heart five. So I'd use a carnosine patch on the right heart five between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. to regulate the moving the blood or pushing the blood to the ligaments. Okay, cool. So when I talk about that kind of stuff, I'm not just talking about physical pushing, I'm talking about energetic also. Right, right. Okay, so other uh, other points that are good to look at are those that influence chi, so we want to influence the chi with CV17. And I like to use carnosine on CV17. That That's a point that opens up the chest. And it also influences the flow of chi. The blood will follow chi. So if you increase the flow of chi to the ligaments through CV17, you're also getting more blood flow there. Ah, Okay. All right, uh, another good point is bladder 17, which is the influential point for blood. And uh, that will help regulate blood flow too. So bladder 17 is uh, on the back 1.5 inches bilateral to about the level of thoracic vertebra 7. Okay. okay, one other point to address is proprioception because um, there are nerve endings in the joints, including the ligaments that are attached to the joints and, and also the tendons on the, on the ends of the muscles. There are stretch receptors there that influence the tension of the muscle and the laxity of the joint. So that proprioception can be addressed in TCM through using uh, kidney because the <clears throat> the kidney has influence over the marrow, which is a nervous system. So ah, right. if we want to influence proprioception, we can tonify kidney three or bladder 23. I love kidney three and I love kidney and bladder twenty uh twenty three. Yeah, they're all real. I pretty much learned to do bladder twenty three on my own, even without a uh, 
mirror now. I know it's on the back of you, but I just feel for that lower rib on the sides and kind of make an imaginary line. I'm, I'm thin enough still that I can stretch, you know, my thumbs, you know, uh, will touch the bottom of that rib cage and then kind of do an imaginary line with my hand till I get to the center of the spine there and then just go on either side of that. Close huh. enough anyway. So a little bit of laxity is useful. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Stretchy thumbs. <laughs> right. And by the way, I just wanted to share with folks that uh, I don't have anybody with their hand up, but if you want to ask Dr. Dennis any question about LifeWave or patching or acupuncture points, anything like that, any problem that you have, any symptom, you can call in at 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand's up. Again, 818-514-1190. And then I am taking notes. Um, so kind of summarizing what we're talking about, we'll organize those, and that will be published about 10 minutes after the end of the show. So, yeah, okay, cool. So he said we want to influence proprioception, our nervous systems. We can use kidney 3 or bladder 23. Yeah, because uh, the kidney energy regulates the, uh, the marrow, and the marrow includes the nervous system. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, so another another thing we do with TCM is to thread needles. And if you thread an embedded needle along a meridian that's over um, a ligament, you can reinforce the chi flow. But if we're using patches instead of needles, you can put the patches so that the, the positive patch is above and the negative patch is below the flow in the meridian. So let's say we're talking about um, a ligament or muscle that's on the, the lateral front part of the lower leg, like the stomach channel. So the stomach flows from above to below and yep. so you can put a positive patch, say, on stomach 36, and a negative patch below, say, on uh, stomach 44. So it's like um, okay, using we'll say, energy. Well, why don't we take my knee as an example? <laughs> okay. So so when that, so I, asked, I, I taught James how to do the what we call in medicine the drawer test. So you have someone lying down, they have their knees bent, and you sit on their foot, and then you pull their tibia towards you and to see how lax the ligaments are, tendons, etc., in the knee. So he does my so-called good knee, and he goes, whoa, that's really loose. <laughs> and then he does the so-called bad knee, and it's equally as loose, but that's the one that's hurting me. So... Um, so it's hard to tell with these people whether or not they've actually torn anything, but what you do is you compare both sides, and if one is supposedly injured, one's not, then if they're both right. the same laxity, then more than likely that's just their baseline. So when I did his joints, I mean, there was a boom, there was a lock, right? No laxity yeah. at all, but in mine, it's like, woo, woo, you know, like kind of rubber band man, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm thinking my, uh, my, 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 ACL. you know, ACL or my PCL or even my patellar tendon might be overly lax. So that is around the stomach channel. Well, if you so had if you an to... anterior, if your anterior drawer sign was loose, your anterior cruciate ligaments 
uh, loose or disconnected. Well, it's hard to it's tell because if, if somebody's PC, if their PCL is super loose too, unless you're really, you know, he's not a medical person, so he can't see, it, and I can't see myself from the side when I'm lying down. But you'll see a dip yeah. there, so it'll look like the ACL is loose, but the PCL is loose, and it's actually caved in, like that tibia is caved in. So when you pull it, you see here, you know, feel all this laxity, but if it's yeah. super loose, yeah, you won't be able to tell necessarily whether that's a PCL or ACL. So that's why I can't really tell. Okay, so if it's ACL, I'd use a stomach channel, and if it's a PCL, I'd mm. use a, a bladder channel or even gallbladder. Gotcha. Right. So you're, you're like working the channels around the knee joint. And right. if those don't work very well, you can switch around to the yin and work the, uh, the kidney, the liver, the spleen channels on the inside. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying stay on the same channel to simulate threading the needle to reinforce the blood flow in the channel or the chi flow, the chi flow in the yeah. channel. Okay, cool. Yeah, I so, may have to use uh, more global points because I have so many areas that are really loose. Loose ankles, loose knees, loose, loose shoulder, although the, the knee is the only thing that's really bothering me. Recently, okay, so, so you have to play around with that. You can do the threading-like thing along the spine, like along the Tai Chi pole, from GV14 okay. to GV2. So really simply, you can put a positive patch on GV14 and a negative patch on GV2, and you've got a simulated threading along the Tai Chi pole. Okay. So that covers the whole back. Or you can expand that into uh, a Lobstein triangle with um, bladder 57 below and and the apex of the triangle on GV4, GV14, and GV20 above. <clears throat> so we're talking about, for example, putting ice wave patches on bladder 57, which is on the little divot connecting the Achilles tendon with the bottom of the, the calf muscle. And then uh, GV4 is the life gate, which is right below lumbar vertebra 2. And GV14 is on the midline, right below cervical vertebra 7, where that little bump is on the back of the neck. And GV20 is at the top of the head. So any one of those apex points makes a triangle with bladder 57. Or you can use all three with YH patches, like in order of top to bottom, Eon, Glutathione, and Carnosine. And then Ice Wave on bladder 57. <clears throat> so that covers the Somebody whole... Somebody wanted to put in X39, which one would you replace? Um, you can play with it. Um, I'd, I'd start with it on GV20. You can even stack it. Uh, a good place to stack it would be GV14. So put it on top of the uh, glutathione patch on GV14. Or even on top of the carnosine on GV4.
And if you wanted to get fancy, you could play with putting it on top of the white ice weight patch on right bladder 57. So there's a lot of individual variability. Okay, cool. And, uh, so that that's for on. not just back pain then, that's just for overall body support and chi? Yes, both. Both. So if you it's for like head, neck, shoulder, upper back, lower back, hip, uh, hamstring, knee, any of those areas with the pain would be affected by that by those triangles. Okay. We're also talking about regulating the, the chi and the blood flow, so that would affect the laxity of the uh, ligaments in those areas too. Now, let's say uh, we have a condition where there's excess on one side and deficiency on another side. Uh, for example, if you have um, a scoliosis or a, a lateral curvature, uh, if you notice the, the S in the curve, like if somebody bends over, you'll see their back is humped higher on one side than the other. So where they're high, that's where the vertebrae are being pulled to that side and you get a rise in the back in that area. That's an excess. And the other side has a vertebra being pulled away so the the muscles, tendons, and ligaments that should be aligning the vertebra on the deficient side are weak, so you need to tonify that area. So you want to sedate the excess and tonify the deficiency. When you sedate the excess, you use a negative patch because that uh, rotates chi counterclockwise and pulls it out. And where you have a deficiency, you want to um, tonify or rotate the chi clockwise to to put it in. So ice waves. Are you using just ice wave them? That's a good start, especially if there's pain and inflammation. So. uh, Depending on where the excess and deficiency is, you you would put the um, the tan patch on the excess, even if the curvature is to the right, and you have the excess ah. on the right, then you put the tan patch on the right. I just shared so, your protocol with somebody like the other day who had a curvature in her spine. I said, by the way, <laughs> Dr. Dennis, uh, you know, suggests that you could, you know, put the, the tan over the hump part, you know, from the curve and then put the white over the, you know, the caved in part. So, yeah, yeah. we're just rewriting that. And uh, now we actually have it on the blog. So I'll, I'll, talk, uh, cool. I'll call it the spinal curvature protocol. Okay. So if you... Um can locate an acupuncture point on the top of the of the uh, hump. That would be the best place to put the patch. 
So uh, other points that can be used for low back pain besides bladder 23 and uh, GV4 and kidney 3 are uh, like bladder 30. The bladder 30 is one and a half inches bilateral to the sacrum at the opening of the fourth sacral hole or foramen or foramen. So that's like way down in the lower back, right over that sacral triangle, way down there before the coccyx, mm. over the uh, the fourth hole there is bladder 30. So another good one is bladder 40. That's behind the knee. And then bladder 60, which is on the lateral side of the um, Achilles tendon, right behind the ankle, opposite from kidney 3. And that's a good yin-yang combination using water is bladder 60 on the right, kidney 3 on the left. Special additional points to try for back pain. Yeah, and uh, of course, okay, cool. The water points, the water points, bladder sixty and, and kidney three will address proprioception as well. So kidney right, so, three on the left, and bladder sixty. On the right. Yep. I could get more. Now we have a ton of points here. I'm going to have to go back and kind of reorganize the notes, um, so it's not so confusing to have like all these different points. So if you were to summarize, Dr. Dennis, and someone who is having, you know, um, ligamentous laxity in one area of their body, like say or like at least the symptom of pain, say, you know, we talked about shoulder, we talked about knee, which one of these would you start first to try before starting more complex things? Uh, it depends on where it is. But the most most simple overall body thing to do would be to put the X39 on the right, uh, gallbladder 34. And if you don't have X39, you could use an Eon on the right mm-hmm. and Carnosine on the left, gallbladder 34. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. I li- I really like the shoulder um the shoulder points as well. I'm just going to check Dr. Ben Dennis, I'm just going to check the chat here. See if anyone has yeah. deposited a question uh and online. Um looks like we have one question here. Oh, from your okay. area code too. Interesting. <laughs> okay, so oh. we have a few minutes left, so I'm going to unmute you. Area code 831. Hi. Do you have a question for Dr. Dennis? Yes. Hi, Dr. Karen. This is nine. Oh, this is nine. Oh, God. You can see that I have blood-brain barrier problems. I can't talk. <laughs> this is Nan Schweiger. And hey, Nan. Hey there. And I'm curious. I am so affected by EMF. Uh, yep. Non-native. Crap. This, you know, the hot the 5G is now in the Bay Area. Um, right. That if I put, and I was red-faced. I'm working as a little 
no, no longer Google. I'm now making money. I'm now making very little money working as a shopper. And there was just a wife. I mean, a sea of Wi-Fi. And I was red-faced yesterday, and I had pressure in my left hemisphere, my my brain. And I'm wondering if if I were Dr. Uh, Sarah Allen, uh, her her putting um, she says uh, press on uh, triple warmer five and pericardium or she says circulation sex six, and that will help antidote EMF. Uh, uh, you know the 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 bad electrical charge, the bad charge you're getting. Does that mean anything to you? And I just got some X39s recently, and I have carnitine. Yeah. That's what I got. Yeah. So put put the X39 on the right Sanjiao five, and put the uh, carnitine on left pericardium six. The Sanjiao five is an outer frontier gate. Sanjel, Sanjel, so it's not triple warmer, right? So that's right? the same as triple well, burner same, five. Same, same. Triple burner, okay. So okay, sorry, because I interrupted, didn't mean. San means triple and Jiao means warmer or energy center. Okay. So it means the same thing. So um, the the triple warmer five is the outer frontier gate and pericardium six is the inner frontier gate. They're both heart protectors. And the pericardium or circulation sex works more on an uh, emotional level. And this, the uh, triple warmer works on what one could picture as the moat around the castle to protect mm. the heart and the emotional energy and, and the chi in general. Because the, the triple warmer meridian is the irrigation channel and so these energies you're talking about charge our water with energy signatures and if you tonify your outer frontier gate you're going to block their coming in oh marvelous because i think i feel that speaking of over mobility uh, dr dr sarah allen was talking about blood-brain barrier, you know, supposed to open and close. And I think I'm just jammed open. And so I have these, like, you know, large um, veins on my arms. And, you know, at times I think I'm just being, um, I'm very unprotected. And, you know, I get get very spacey. My personality changes. I get crabby or worse. And so I'm, I'm hoping that what you said will work a lot. I'm going to help a lot. I actually have a carnosine patch on my um, cell phone, which I keep away from my head. But when I'm holding the phone, it activates the carnosine patch and generates a reinforcement of my Wei Qi field or protective Qi field around my whole body. And that prevents the frequencies from the cell phone from penetrating as much as they otherwise would. Wow. Wow. And what what facet of the phone do you put it on? The front? Uh, on the middle, back, or over the battery, something like that. Okay. How long is that carnosine patch good for in that? I change it every month. Every month? If, so it's 12 if hours. Use, okay. If you, well, because you're not using Well, the, you're not holding that phone. on for 12 hours, and hopefully. Right. 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 
So the it it also depends on how much you use your phone. And I'd recommend not using it as much as possible. Right. <laughs> Carrie, I look like Goof is carrying it around in a paper bag because I'm not going to. When I picked up the, the phone for work, you know, I, I it was an iPhone. We use it for ordering and we have to scan things. Oh, and okay. my hand tingled uh, within a minute or yeah. so and then it started aching. And then I left yep. the. That's what my ice. husband gets too. Yeah, well, that means you're just too open. And Dr. Sarah Allen has this whole has various protocols, you know, based on Don Eden, Don Eden stuff. And Sarah Allen can see energy, and so she, you know, um, has come up with her own stuff and her own wonderful metaphors. Great teacher, but uh, yeah, a boy. If I can, oh, the moat around. Yes, <laughs> I, I want to protect my moat. And I think that's happening to everybody, and they're just they're just goofy. They're just getting more and more spacey as we our bodies are unraveled by these EMFs. Yeah, the five G is bad news. It actually breaks down our DNA, and that's right. it uh, dis- disrupts our physiology. And um, the the patches are a good protection against a lot of it, but they're not a hundred percent. And um, it, if you want additional protection in addition to what you just mentioned, sure. uh, Synergy Science has just come out with a new device called Chimi or hmm. Kimi. Okay. And uh, they, they have one that's um, portable that you can carry around your person at all time and it works up to five feet away. And they have a bigger one that, that works up to 3,000 feet that you put in the center of your home and it generates uh, a torsion field of electrons that's like... Um, a torsion field? A torsion field of electrons that neutralizes the um, the positrons that are coming off the 5G and disrupting yeah. the body. And uh, I, when you place it in the center of Do they have any home, data backing up their claims, Dr. Dennis? No, I'm just talking about their claims. Oh, okay. Well, I just, as a medical doctor, I just want to ideally, if they had some data backing it up, that's one of the reasons why a lot of people contact me about different products. But the first thing I ask them is just, you know, if you could show me some of the data using your machine, that would be really great. Um, So the two I recommend, Nan, from my book um, is uh, EMF Transformer from Energy Tools International, which prevents the brain imbalance. And then the second, I have both, by the way. And then the second one is by EarthCom. Okay. Um, their great. quantum cell. So, and then you know you can um, you message me if you want those links. Um, but uh, I, I like their stuff. Um, and uh, like uh, this chimi sounds really cool. I just want to know, you know, like I would just ask them what kind I, of. I just heard um, about it a couple days ago, have. but I haven't investigated it yet. So that's a good okay. question. Yeah. Yeah. So but we just I want to make sure because there's a lot of new kids on the block, and we want to make sure that. That these two other guys, the Earthcom and uh, the EMF Transformer, have real human data um, yeah, in their experiments agree. and studies, and it's it's, uh, it's good, it's good. And and I'll put the yeah. the links on the blog too, um, Nan. For well, you. that'd be great. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I am so much more resilient now to uh, EMF than I was when I was really sick. Um, of course, I've worked really hard at it, you know, my diet and, you know, mental and, you know, consciousness and, and all that kind of stuff. So I really believe that uh, we can evolve even through the negativity of the 5G, but it, it does take a lot of consciousness and awareness. Um, yeah. And really that care, that self-care uh, of our bodies. And these protocols like Dr. Dennis and, and Dr. Sarah, you know, are, are really going to be helpful as bridges until which time we can literally, you know, our DNA and our feel is going to be, you know, so strong um, that we can literally transmute those energies just by walking around, just us, you know, being beams of light, you know, walking around and uh, being able to be completely impervious to them. I'm looking forward to that. And the fact that that, uh, I'm um, a margin case or edge case or whatever you want to call it, that when I did Jack Cruz's, Dr. Jack Cruz, neurosurgeon in Louisiana now, um, you know, get up, look at the sunrise, and then no uh, non-native light, native light being sunlight, no non-native light except for candle after sunset that one day, that first day of sunrise, And then the next morning I got up and did sun rise again and then did a double shift. I was the clearest that morning down, even with the handheld, you know, iPhone in my hand, or every now and then in my hand. I was the clearest brained I'd been in a year. So I am fixable but very sensitive, as you know. So um, (laughs) I find it really interesting that I'm this margin case that just, two instances of sunrise and then candlelight in between. Yeah, definitely. Are you, Nan, are you in my autoimmune program? Because we're going to be doing um, a class uh, in my autoimmune program. Are you in that class? No, I am making $16 an hour instead of $64 an hour, and I'm not even paying my bills. Okay, so yeah, no worries, no worries. I was just going to say that where we're, some people have mentioned that that was a, a major issue for them, so we're going to specifically, um, you know, when we do our live classes, we're actually going to address that in the uh, restoration phase of the, the well, Feel Fantastic really Formula. Well, I really love this program. Your programs are okay, yeah, great. Okay, no, that's all good. Sorry, Dr. Dennis, you were going to say something, and I interrupted. Um, most of the things that we're talking about are um, – fixable or healable mm-hmm. with uh, the, right, the right frequencies and the right energy. And uh, you get a lot of that from good nutrition and also from good thinking and connection with mm-hmm. source. Right. Yeah. I have to work on those last two. Yeah. The nutrition, yeah. I'm doing Jack yeah. Cruz's, you know, DHA, uh, you know, sardines and such doing that. You know, abandon the vegan thing I did for months. So, yeah, doing the DHA to keep myself strong in that way. Got to get blue blocker glasses. Um, oh, I love I mine. <laughs> what kind do you have? I mean, I don't have a lot yeah, of well, I, You know, I got one as a gift from one of our light warriors, which was absolutely such a sweetheart. She hmm. actually um, gave me ones that are wraparound. Um, I noticed that my face being so flat because I'm Chinese, I have some difficulty keeping those ones up because my nose isn't big enough. <laughs> But uh, hmm. I bought other teenage ones. <laughs> You're gonna laugh, but they're they're from this company called Spectrum S P E K T R U M. So they're probably not as fancy as hers, but um, they work for me. 
Uh, I got them on Amazon for $57, something like that. And they're really, you know, you'll see me with these black rim glasses and you'll know that's what they are. And I noticed right. that I definitely get sleepier at night using those because I work on the computer yes. and my phone a lot, as you know. And uh, I just noticed that I actually start to get sleepy at night, which is a good thing. Uh, yes. Otherwise, you know, I'd be up till 2 in the morning because I'm like, woohoo, wide awake, right? Because I'm so light activated. So. Yes. Oh, just, from, just and, one Again, thing you I can thought... PM me if you want that link and just, you know, just let me know. Okay. And, yeah, I would love that. I would love that link. And just, just the the physicality of this, when I did the, you know, I noticed the how I felt after doing those two sunrises that I felt like I had, I felt like I had, Somebody had poured honey in my interstices and like integrated me somehow. Does that make sense? Mm, that's yeah. beautiful. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that so whole na- natural cycle and you know being more yeah. grounded in more ways than just physical. I think that's awesome. But I didn't realize how uh, disjointed my being, my physicality was, until I did the the light. You know. Jack Cruz's protocol and just did just well good for you just like good for you Nancy hey (laughs) (laughs) well done any other questions for Dr. Dennis before anything else that uh, Dr. Dennis you can think of um, with my two my my wide array of patches carnosine and x39 (laughs) any other points well um so so those two points you mentioned are really good, but they'll habituate to the signal after a few days. What so, that mean? Um, I mean, what does, what's the result of that? Used, they'll get used to the signal, and they won't respond as well. Oh. So what I recommend is going to a five-element um, cycle or protocol where you hit major meridian points and, and keep the resonance from the patches in your meridians by rotating them according to five element, even using those two patches, the X39 and the carnosine. All right. So, so do you want any points on like gallbladder five or whatever? It doesn't matter which, just do any random. Well, um, let, let's say you're in earth, you would use um, stomach 36, with the X39 on the right and spleen six with the carnosine on the left. Uh, then you'd go, and we we have shows where we talk to exactly about exactly yeah, I'll how link to that place to the blog. Oh, great, great. So, uh, is yeah. there any? What's the rationale for what goes on the right and what goes on the left? What goes on the right are electropositive patches. Because the right side of the body is more yang or electropositive. Got it. And okay. It's like where you put the cable on a car battery. Yeah. When you're charged, you put right, you put um, positive to positive and negative to negative. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you blow up the the battery you're trying to charge. Right. If you reverse polarity. We don't want to do that. We're being blown up now on this planet. Thank you, Illuminati. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, yeah, that's, you guys are so like a whole other story. Rock. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're probably more subtle Thank than you. that. But anyway. <laughs> thank you. So- oh. Thank you, Nan. Oh. Great questions. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I'm going to mute you now. Okay, Dr. Dennis, oh, that's been fun. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and yep. uh, organize uh, the blog here. And uh, any ideas that you want to cover for the next month? 
anything pop up in your brain that you thought would be good to to work on? Um, did we talk about 5G protection yet? Um, I believe so, but let me just uh, check because sometimes we'll talk about it in relationship with something else. So okay. I want to make sure. I think we did EMF, um, but let me just see here. Um, yeah, we did EMF for in general. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you want to do something specific to 5G? We can do that. Yeah, since that's, yeah, that's, that's going to be different from the other show. Yeah, some yeah. of it will overlap. Some of it will be different. Okay, well, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, cool. Well, thank you again, Dr. Dennis, for you know that body of knowledge you know that you can share so eloquently with us. I always learn a lot. I'm going to go and patch gallbladder 34. <laughs> Uh, for sure. Yeah, and uh, let us know next uh, month how that turns out for you. Yeah, I will. Um, and also, just for people listening in, um, February 18th is a special LifeWave day because uh, we have David Schmidt that's going to come on the show live to answer questions and to tell us more about the X39 patch, what it does, what it stimulates, how it works. Uh, you know, what precautions to take, if any, how to get the best results out of the stem cell phototherapy patch. So that's going to be super exciting. So definitely, everyone, uh, t- tune in on February 18th at noon Eastern for that live show with David. And you can also join us uh, on the free um, LifeWave patch training team support group on Facebook. Um, and if you have trouble finding it, whatever, you can just PM me and just say, hey, I want to be part of the support group because, uh, we'll, you know, we post uh, quickie answers there. Uh, Dr. Dennis is there. I'm there. Dr. Quila is there. There's other practitioners there. There's also uh, business people there as well that can help with business-type questions. So, yeah, you can just join, be, be free to join that. And Dr. Dennis, of course, has his own Facebook page, so you can check Dennis Loebstein on Facebook to connect. And also, his um, are you do are you doing your AccuWave clinics these days, Dr. Dennis? Uh, no, we suspended it for a few months, but we'll get started again soon. Okay, yeah. So we'll just put the the contact information on the blog for you. All right, thank okay. you again, Dr. Dennis, and thanks everyone for tuning yeah. in. Until next time, bye. My pleasure. Thank you, Dr. Karen. Thank you, everybody.